0: The bards must drink and junk it.
1: Hello, friends and strangers. Thank you again for listening to Tomorrow Tomorrow We Die, Die, a show about the trials and adventures that happen while touring as a working musician, told to you by people who have built their lives or portions of their lives around writing and playing the music they love. We are your hosts. I'm John Wisniewski.
0: And I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And every episode, we will bring you an interview with people who are out there day-to-day, grinding against the many odds, just to play a show in a dingy club where the bathroom is a garbage can full of sawdust.
1: Hey, Jeff. Uh-huh. Today's another field trip.
0: Yeah, field trip day. We always loved those at school because then you didn't have to do math.
1: Man, we had some good field trip. What was your best field trip destination when you Disneyland.
0: were kid? Disneyland. You? Wow. Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, my God. I know. Lucked out living in Orange County when I was a little kid.
1: I got nothing. I was thinking aquarium, maybe.
0: <laughs> Fun <laughs> Sorry, forest. Was, it's it was not a contest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we have another field trip episode today. If you don't remember from the last one, a field trip episode is not an in-studio conversational but a interview.
0: episode. It's when I go out into the field. It's a live recording, a field recording.
1: With a personal voice recorder, and I just grab an interview on the fly with a musician or a couple musicians who are on tour. Today, this is a special one, Jeff.
0: Yes, uh, we get to hear some stories from the band Whores. Whores. Crazy name aside, Whores are by far in the top five best bands of heavy music playing right now in all of existence, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, easily. Arguably top three, but that's a matter of opinion. I think John and I are gonna put it up there. I have been following them since day one, and they do not disappoint.
1: They're so good. They're definitely one of my favorite bands playing right now and i love that they tour a lot because i get to see them a lot
0: yeah i mean you pretty much get to see them every year at least at least once a year
1: if not more and
0: they're out of atlanta which is a weird kind of a weird place for a heavy noise rock band to be from but who cares that's what it is and they're repping atlanta
1: yeah the thing i love about whores is their ability to write those riffs that are so simple that you're like why didn't i write this How come this never occurred to me? It's like the less is more approach to songwriting.
0: They're right up there with Melvins and being able to write a riff on the low strings that is just as heavy but totally different than all the other riffs they've ever written
1: yeah and it's so simple and not overcomplicated, and, and just fun
0: to listen to and bouncy oh so, so like good. you bob your head to it it's somehow almost danceable which is weird
1: yeah it's got swing
0: being so heavy
1: they've got like a swing to yeah. it too oh my god that's really so that's
0: really encompasses uh, everything that they're all about as far as i'm concerned
1: anyways huge recommendation to check out whores if you don't know who they are if you're a school teacher, maybe you can't buy their shirts.
0: Uh, n- <laughs> Not suitable for work.
1: No. Um, <laughs> but definitely listen to them. Check them out when they're on tour. They actually flew out to Seattle for a show at the substation here and stayed with friends of the show, Matt and Brandy, who are on this interview a little bit. They're yeah. they're hanging out. So this interview takes place at our friend Matt and Brandy's house. Oh, yeah. And we should say that Matt is a photographer in Seattle. Uh-huh, he's a photographer. He's a musician. And he also roadies for whores as well. Mm-hmm. So he is in the van with them pretty much whenever they go out
0: and brandy is a great friend uh just in general i personally have known her for better part of a decade plus yeah Um, great fan of music and a good friend of the podcast as well helping us out behind the scenes
1: she's been a good helper yeah
0: she's so nice to give us time and help us out
1: so yeah here it is this is an interview with whores from atlanta christian casey and joel their new drummer and before we get into it let's play a little
2: I'm Christian Lembach, I play guitar and sing in the band Horse from Atlanta, Georgia, USA. I am
3: Casey Maxwell. I play bass for said band.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Joel Willis, as in what you're talking about, and I also
1: play drums and horse. Yeah, we should give a shout out to Matt and Brandy, friends of the show, our host and hostess, whose house house we're at uh, right now. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) so what was the first horse tour like and so we were shooting the shit a little bit before we started recording you said you didn't tour much before before Before
2: this band before this band I had done a lot of regional stuff just kind of you know weekend warrior type thing but Uh um, this we started this band started playing really in New York and all of a sudden we were doing really well there and we started booking uh, before we had an agent or anything we were just booking like up and down the east coast (laughs) or southeast a week or two and it just kind of turned into more and more and more and more. So, um, But at first, yeah, it was a lot of sleeping on floors, a lot of heads next to litter boxes, and you know, <laughs> like tumbleweed dog hair on the floor, and, you know, playing door deals. So uh-huh. one time we played in Charlotte, and two people came to the show, and we knew both of them. It was <laughs> our friend and his girlfriend. The openers didn't even stay for the show. They, they packed up their stuff and left. And the bartender felt so bad for
1: us, he gave us a $20 bill.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> yep. uh, Akimbo had one of those in L.A. Yeah. We played uh, at the Silver Lake Lounge yeah. in Silver Lake. Nobody came. Well, no, some people came and they all watched the opener and then they left. Sweet. One person was there just hanging out at the bar before the show started. And that person was Lou Reed. I wish. (laughs) No. This person was a guy I had known from high school who had moved to L.A. and I had no idea. And I walked in and I was like, I think I know this guy. I'm going to go say hi. And it turns out we were like buds from like childhood. Yeah. Not super tight, but definitely someone I knew. And we like hung out for a little bit. And then I had to go get the, the shit loaded in. Mm-hmm. And then the opening band comes in and they play. Everybody leaves, <laughs> including my buddy. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, he no, ditched no. us too. Damn, yeah. wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, how, how long was the first horse tour? Oh, I don't
2: know. I mean, I have this thing about not calling it a tour if it's not a substantial amount of Why? time. Because I think that people try to use the word who are not entitled to it. Like if you're playing, if you're playing, you're from Georgia and you're playing two shows in South Carolina uh-huh. and you're hashtagging everything on Instagram, tour life, <laughs> and then you're coming home to your nice house and your 401k, like, mm-hmm. fuck you, you don't own, you can't use that word, man. Yeah. You've, you've gambled nothing, you know, so it, I, it offends me. <laughs> um so we started playing out of town shows like pretty early in the band's history and the first one we did was three shows we met this band fight amp we were from new jersey oh yeah they're awesome philly shout yeah. out to fight Amp. yeah they are right. f- certainly our homies they're doing a really cool new band now called low dose that's fight amp plus a woman who sings and plays guitar it's really good Awesome. Um, so we met them and played a show with them. And then we were like, we really want to get out of town. We really want to play other shows. So we went up to New Jersey, where they lived, and played a Halloween show. in Mike McGinnis, who plays guitar in Fight Amp, and Low Dose as well now, um, at his house, we played a Halloween show in his basement. And everyone was dressed up in costumes. And it was also the World Series between the Yankees and the Phillies. Mm-hmm. So it was like a super party vibe. Really fun. And like we just... We got there, and it was our first time really playing out of town or anything, and Mike bought us a pizza, and, like, we were so grateful, and they, like, passed the hat or whatever, and we got a 100 bucks, which was unheard of. (laughs) We were super stoked on it, too, and then we played, um, we did that show, which was really fun, and then we did, played, like, this bicycle kind of co-op place in, um... Newark Delaware and then we played a show in Baltimore at Golden West which is like a restaurant really um we've been back there to eat a bunch actually since then but that was pretty much it and I was deathly ill by the third show and just chugging NyQuil and stuff because I didn't really know how to take care of myself back then but we did a lot of that a lot of like let's go to we have a show in Little Rock let's drive 12 hours and play the show and come home we did a lot of that Mm -hmm. um and then it's like okay, well, you know, maybe we can do a little bit longer. We can do Memphis and then Little Rock and then you know what I mean. of yeah. Piece by piece. Shout
1: out to Slayer. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just got a longer and longer. Yeah. Tours. And, so, uh, at what point did you hit your personal oh. threshold for now? We are touring, and is that a I is that a threshold like for being gone x many days in a row, or is that a threshold for the or putting up answer, putting yeah. up with a certain amount of bullshit? Um, <laughs> I feel like
2: a weekend is not a tour I feel like the smart way to do it is you you know you do a weekend or whatever and then you try to figure out how can you do like maybe Wednesday and Thursday before that weekend yeah and then you try to do maybe a week with a weekend on either side of it I think that's probably the threshold where it starts to become a tour yeah Um, you know and that you know just gotta build it a little bit at a time
1: yeah, for the record, I agree. Yeah, it's little weekend trips is not a tour. It's not cool. Not, Come yeah. on, man! You gotta, again, like. I, I kind of feel like the threshold is like in the grime. Yeah, like, like when for the sure. grime starts to build up. Yeah, like man. even if you shower, just on all this stuff around you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Or like that, la- that like the the trash layer in the bottom oh, of the van. Oh God! Like, we put trash in
2: the wheel well thing. Right? Yeah, not the wheel, but the step. Did you, There's oh, always garbage, garbage in there. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff to out, like yeah.
5: Jeff Spicoli in yeah. pastimes. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, we'd usually wait until we were like slided at a show, like have a really bad show or get treated badly by by some club. Jettison. By, the- that's when you open the doors. That's <laughs> yes, one asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me about the uh, the urinal in France. Oh, shit. It was a trash can. <laughs> it
5: was a trash can.
1: <laughs> with sawdust
3: in
2: it. <laughs> with a sign above it. It said, urinal. <laughs> we were playing a, a festival in France, and it was look, really nice. We had just spent a couple days with Red Fang, playing shows with them. And like the shows were great, but it was brutally hot. It was this heat wave in Europe. So we went to this festival in like the French countryside in Bourlon, Really nice. The weather broke. We were like, right, you know, a little bit of nice food, and we were headlining, you know. So it was really a, a cool experience. And then we're like trying to figure out where the bathrooms are, like mm-hmm. as you do when you're on tour. <laughs> That's one of the most important things. Was the bathroom first thing? I yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then there was like a sort of like a outhouse kind of thing, but it was like just this that was a legit outhouse yeah it was like a plywood had- box with a hole in it to <laughs> shit in it was an outhouse right it was a legit out- it, it was like, an outhouse. like, we it's like a wild like
1: west
3: outhouse yeah <laughs> an auxiliary bathroom but without the moon like I said you gotta have the moon
2: got moon God, yeah man. the bathrooms for the for the festival goers were nicer than <laughs> ours <laughs> I didn't even help see there. So I only saw our But piss yeah piss Then piss there was just like a big 50, <laughs> 55 gallon rubber made Trash can With a piece of paper on it That says urinal People are just pissing In a trash can <laughs> It had
1: sawdust There's a little layer it's Of sawdust man Soaking it up with you So what's the longest drive You guys ever did Shit
2: We've done long ones
1: man Yeah
2: The second Red Fang tour We did Was the longest drive Because We're from Atlanta Red Fang's from Portland we had done one, another now tour straight straight like sure <laughs> non-stop either one so that second Red Fang tour that we did started in San Francisco so we had to drive from Atlanta to San Francisco oh. which three days fuck and then start the tour in San Francisco down the west coast you know through Texas the South we- southeast up the <laughs> east coast through the midwest we finished the tour in Portland then we had to drive from Portland to Atlanta which was another three days hey, uh, but God. it was worth it it was super rad tour really fun but, yeah, it's three days on either side of that tour, just straight driving.
1: Yeah, I think you guys experienced what we're sort of just stuck with, like bands from here are just stuck with it. Like, you can mm-hmm. tour the West Coast relatively easily, but right. getting over east, there's not a lot between here and the Midwest. No. No. Yeah. So yeah, Kimball yeah. used to start tours in Minneapolis pretty regularly. Really? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and wow. we would just drive for like two or three days no to, shit. Start, to start. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> we
2: were talking about that too. I'm not going to denigrate any cities, but like there are definitely there are spots where you can play and then the spots between those spots know that yeah. you have no other alternative, <laughs> so they'll only pay <laughs> pennies. Yeah. Or you take it to So Matt, who's with us here. Hi, I'm Matt. Um, Matt tours with us and does many things. It is an awesome host. Oh,
4: thank Almost you, awesome. Yeah. host.
6: So, uh, we played in San Diego. They played in San Diego. We. Uh, you're, we, you're, we.
2: We. It's yes. a they. You're
6: in the band <laughs> yeah, if you're tell in the them, band. That's the same. It's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. You're in the, the band, band <laughs> man. So, we No,
3: you need to
1: say they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs>
3: saying, no, that's true. That's
6: true. true. no. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm the new guy. <laughs> I'm the
5: drummer.
1: <laughs> How much does he drive? A lot. On the last didn't tour, I didn't used to, but I did, a lot. I, on
6: the first tour, I didn't. I don't think I drove it all. But it's
2: threatening with the trailer, it's hard. On the, yeah. last,
6: on the last tour, I would say I did. First yeah. of all, I did, I did, a, I drove from Atlanta to Minneapolis there all you by go. myself. There, there you good. Good. Tell We're, that, tell that story. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, so I, I took
5: peyote and I took
6: two days to drive. From Atlanta to Minneapolis with the van in the trailer. While well, these guys did uh, festivals, like, one was in Omaha and one, yeah, in, yeah. So you know, there was no time to drive to all these places, so while they did the festivals, I drove from Atlanta to Minneapolis. So you guys were
1: flying to festivals and using <coughs> gear that was yeah. there yeah. while Matt was driving the van. With yeah. the trailer and all our regular gear, because yeah. we had
2: a tour that was after that
1: yeah. that started in Minneapolis. So. That,
2: that was a feat right there. There was. Yeah, was the I, we had a, I was in the parking lot of the grocery store talking to Matt about it. I was like, this This is what we have like coming up, and we want to do it, but it's sort of contingent upon our gear getting there. So, like, think about it if you want to do it, you know, (laughs) because it can be daunting. To, I mean, luckily it was a nice time of the year, um, so there was no really harsh weather or anything. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it gnarly. We've gone through, like, um, not Donner's Pass,
6: but something. That's in Nevada. Yeah, we went. Oh. We actually went around Donner's Pass. Right. Like, helms lee went through Donner's Pass. Right. And they... The weather was gnarly. Yeah, we, like, yeah. went through, like, Carson City. And, but it was right. still kind of bad. It was, like, late April. Yeah, it was snowy, but that's... Yeah. You know, it was... Mountains. It was scary.
2: I was like,
6: Whoa. <laughs> We were in Idaho
2: once when there was like a whiteout and you couldn't see the, where the Maybe land and the Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Idaho, it's like, and we were, were up on this mountain. Dude, like... we were totally, we come up around the corner on the mountain and there's a semi on its side. We're like, oh, holy God. Christ. Man. <laughs> we're like, okay, <laughs> I guess this. It's
3: like, I'm going to bed to die yeah. now. Okay. Oh,
2: <laughs> so scary. But it was beautiful, man. All the snow is like, Jesus, Idaho is... I think people have been misinformed, but it's a beautiful state. Oh, it's, it's not good. potatoes.
1: It's absolutely beautiful. It yeah. smokes. It's yeah. really <laughs> nice. It's also full of racists. Is it Really? <laughs> Iowa yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really? Oh yeah, Idaho. Idaho.
6: Sorry, Idaho. for sure. Oh Idaho, yeah. not Iowa. Yeah. yeah. We got we were playing at the Casbah and we got there kinda late. I remember right, like we like hit like it was like Coachella weekend. Oh yeah. And we hit Coachella traffic. Oh yeah. And got there kinda late. So for some reason, before the show, Casey and I didn't have time to eat, and I just re- <laughs> just recently I remembered that uh, not only did Christian and Donnie have time to eat, Christian and Donnie also got haircuts before the
1: show. <laughs> yeah. so, like, so, gentlemen. So but, I don't know what our excuse I mean, was. Going into San Diego, got to get a haircut.
2: We have a friend we, who owns like a seriously badass place there called Goldcomb um, Barber, and he has like black flag parody shirts with you know like his with combs yeah he, he was in like some rad hardcore bands back in the day but uh, he owns a place out there now That's it's awesome. cause we do working. that's why he always he always <laughs> hooks us up you know, always, like, yeah, up
6: so, hair. so some reason they had time to get food and haircuts and Casey and I for some reason didn't eat before the show and the show gets over and We're starving and first everybody's like, oh, you got to go to this Mexican food restaurant across- around the corner And so we, t- we try to go there and it's one of those places that like after the kitchen closes Like they become a dance club. Is it a cocaine bar? <laughs> yeah, <so> uh, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> we like walk in and like instantly realize like oh, we're not dressed for this place uh, Is your kitchen still open and they're like no <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So we're just like, okay, well, you know, is there a Taco Bell or something on the way to the, the, the hotel? And, like, we Google it, and we look, and, like, oh, yeah, there's one right on the way. Oh, uh, close It closes at 2, but it's, it's like, one thirty at this point. Like, we can totally make it. We get there, like, at one fifty, and we, we pull in. We place our order at the drive through, and we go to pull around to the window and pretty quickly realize we're not going to make this turn. Like, it's, it's just too
1: tight oh, with the closed. van and the trailer. Yeah, because some of those drive-throughs are yeah. super narrow, yeah, and then they go around a ninety-degree angle yeah. of yeah. the building. That's the way this one was. And you guys are in what, like a twelve or fifteen-passenger van yeah. <laughs> with a trailer, with a, a ten-foot yeah. trailer. Yeah. yeah, okay. And so like,
6: like, we're not gonna, we can't make this turn. Yeah. And I think a car, there's like a car had like pulled in behind us, and like we had gotten in far enough that they were able to place their order, and we should have just backed up at that point. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I was like, no, I was like, I got, I was like.
6: We can, we can make it. I was like, hold on, Rhea. I was like, all right, we're good. Let's go. We Come on. We We all agreed that we. Like, <laughs> I think we can just go over the curb. Like, yeah, it won't be a problem. There's like a grassy area. It's like a curb and then some grass, and we'll we'll just be able to go over it. It'll be no problem. Uh, what we didn't realize is like it was actually like really long grass, uh-huh. and like it was like a huge dip. <laughs> oh, shit. shrubs, shrubs, we're oh like, shrubs. shrubs, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy.
2: shrubs, <laughs> shot sap all over
3: the hoodies he's wearing right own this hood on the back.
6: That was like two back years back. ago. So, yeah. so we try to, to go over the curb, and we the we get stuck, like the back axle like gets stuck We're on the curb. Hung up on it, yeah. Of like, the trailer. It goes, no, of the, okay.
0: of the van.
6: Shoot! So like this this area that we thought was grass, it's dead, there's like one wheel just like in this ditch is free spinning, it's just like not touching anything. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> Two in the morning. Yeah. The yeah. rear
3: differential was stuck on the curb. Yeah. So it's like... Just spinning, yeah. and spinning. Did so, you get yeah. the food,
2: though? No! no. Oh, <laughs> no. So, so, they wouldn't give it to
6: so, us. <laughs> yeah, so first, we're like, okay, well... And Casey and Donnie were pretty, like... We can we can get this out, no problem. We're, we're gonna be get this out.
2: I was gonna get it out. Yeah, you're were, you were determined for I sure. You're underneath the damn. I band.
6: was 30 minutes from getting out the, the digging air. the all so the, the I, I think yeah. Sure, I, think, I think the first thing we did is like unload the trailer in the middle of the parking lot. Oh my uh, god, you unloaded which we had just done. Yeah, oh yeah, we, had just, yeah, so we had just we just had just yeah. loaded it up. <laughs> so it's like a you know a whole extra load out. Unload the trailer, unhook it. Push the trailer out
1: into the parking the lot. Trailer, yeah. Oh my god! Reload the trailer again. <laughs> okay, so the trailer has been unhitched and is yes. out of the way, but the van is still, van is van still, is still stuck. stuck. Yeah. Okay,
6: there was I don't know. We tried to like jam some stuff under that wheel. There, was, I remember like a traffic cone. Oh yeah, <laughs> we tried to get something to grip onto. It, yeah, get yeah. And uh, there was
3: you know, all we had to do was get just hop like. There like as much. Yeah, there was a. <laughs> Did yeah, he... there
6: was a bush that was in the way that Casey had to like rip out. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, I destroyed Taco
3: Bell's fucking like landscaping. Then <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, shoot, this is gone. Yeah. So this we're is like, gone. Well, and guess what? You're gone too. <laughs> <laughs> let's
6: get her. Let's get her food. While well, you know, while well, 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 he's yeah. working on that, we're gonna get our food. So I tried to go get our food. I've got money, and I go up there, and the manager's just like, she's mad. They're she's so like, pissed off. She's like, we <laughs> were stuck in their
2: driveway. Yeah, like, yeah.
6: I'm trying to run a business here and like the car work was, at taco bell for starters yeah, yeah. <laughs> the car that was behind hey us they, they like backed up and then like backed up to the window got their food and drove off uh-huh. so we didn't really stop anybody from patronizing they were closing them. at 2 a.m yeah so like nobody oh, didn't on. get their That's food like because 30 of 30 us season. yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: i don't know i think and, we were there right, uh, the, right at the buzzer
6: she was yeah she was mad and you know i'm pulling out the money showing it there to was her. like a bag with their food they wouldn't yeah, give it like to us you can see it yeah yeah. yeah. So no, I pull out the madness. money I'm showing her the money And she just shuts the window And <laughs> shakes her head and Nope Oh man and So you then, drove the van Through the Taco Bell <laughs> <laughs> We had to call AAA Yeah we eventually There's no other way to do it but, but Casey didn't give up Even after we called AAA Casey No was still still going, still going, still I was friend, determined still going I was determined dude, yeah.
2: Underneath the van no, like, And if that thing would have slipped It would have killed you It would have flattened you Like a bug man. No, nah, I wouldn't
6: there's, like, all these things, you know, <laughs> we like... No, I mean, I've worked on cars forever. So Everybody yeah. kept, like, well, maybe if we take the That's jack true. and we try mm-hmm. this. Oh, right, yeah. Nothing worked. Though. Finally, the guy in the tow truck shows up, and... He- he just starts laughing at us. Yeah, he did. Oh, he, did. he did. He did. He was. To be fair,
3: we were he just had like, a little bit of. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> <we're>, help
5: us. <laughs> we're dumb. He's
2: but like, he's, Dude, he's, I keep AAA idiots. like I, I every year like renew that for exactly.
6: Oh that hell yeah. Stuff and course, all yeah. the time. And he was able to get us out like like so simple. So fast. Just, like
1: just yeah. It's uh, better to have it and not need it. So they say, Yeah. Not have
6: it. So, <laughs> yeah. And then so we finally get out. We didn't get our food. No. <laughs> got to the, the... We were still starving. Oh, I was... Yeah, yeah I was hungry. You know, like, kind of like getting that hangry area. But then, oh, by sure. that point, it's like at 3.34 in the morning. Just now you're yeah. getting hangry? I would have been <laughs> furious.
3: We weren't mad, though. That <laughs> was the yeah. thing. It's like none of us were yeah. like... It was like...
2: like like that was like my fear
3: it was like that somebody
6: like somebody was just gonna be like just lose it.
2: We mm-hmm. even talked about the fact that we were all kind of dealing with it. Yeah, just like this was, shit happened. Yeah. Right?
6: Yeah. It was a good. It was a good. Like, oh, hey, we we did okay. <laughs> I think that is something that it's <laughs> so really good job, dude.
2: Yeah. A lot of problems with bands like they get pissed off about shit that is either out of their control or. Do you know what I mean about shit that doesn't yeah. matter, and then it's like I mean, we, they wonder why they're fighting, and it's we like, easily could have, oh yeah, escalated yeah. it.
3: Yeah, so we went to bed no, hungry. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It did you get some chips.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, gas station and, meal. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate yeah, gas station so meals so many times. Dude. The, the beige, what is Chris buffet Oh, beige buffet.
2: buffet. What's, what's Chris, the beige buffet? Chris Coyle you know, Chris is Coyle. The, the tour manager for Red Fang. Always calls it the beige buffet, and it's like when you go into a truck stop and they have all the heat lamps. Fried, like all the fries. Seven hundred different kinds of food, the but they're all rolls. tan. That's <laughs> all. The, yeah, it's oh, all oh, egg rolls, <laughs> egg rolls,
5: burritos. The beige buffet.
6: You know, Jojos. They're all just. Jojo's. Yeah. It's like potato things. A
1: yeah, Jojo? It's like a potato wedge. It's a fried potato wedge. Oh, I that, some, make,
5: that may be a
6: Northwest thing. Some yeah. places,
1: it's, they call it different shit in different parts of the country, but is in it some breaded? places...
6: No, it's just a just a potato wedge. Oh, just like, yeah, kind of, oh, yeah. okay, okay. okay. like a steak fry. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like a steak of.
1: The wedges. But wedges. <laughs> it's a Jojo. <laughs> okay. oh! It is what it's it like is. It's like a potato <laughs> cut in
5: four pieces.
6: But it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. All, it's all the same... Um, yellow ground beige buffet challenge That's your stomach to a fight <laughs> there's
5: a
1: place I think it's in one of the Dakotas it's up north that Kimbo stopped at a couple times just accidentally would just be like Truck rolling stop. through Yeah, stop at this place and you'd be like oh I remember this place we do that all the time and they have yeah. uh, they do like like homemade like sandwiches
5: and shit oh, like right. you go in there That's and it's killer. like yeah. Like
1: the family who runs that place made sandwiches at home right. and is selling them right. there for oh, like man. 4 bucks or right. something and it's delicious. The best thing you've ever had. Yeah. We delicious we've definitely
2: thing. done that. We've happened upon some places. Oh, man, we stopped at some
3: weird like just like oh. evil town. It was like just desert like like the pumps were just like one pump sticking up in the thing you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know what like, like that. that kind of gas station. And there was like <laughs> some woman making sandwiches. There's like, you want a sandwich? I was like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> she made me the sandwich. It was like a pound of meat, like between two pieces oh, of bread. And it was like, the best. like six bucks or something like that. <laughs>
1: Shows in Italy where the only bathroom <laughs> at the club is literally a hole in a porcelain floor. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Man. Spots
2: for your feet. It's like a, what are we, savages? What are we doing? I mean, sometimes I you
3: miss, and it's like, like <laughs> it's
2: like, so, so it's very foreign.
3: It in is the, in
2: the most My knees, real sense of
1: it. <laughs> My knees are not good. I know. Yeah, it's like, I mean, how can you like squat. squat down that hard? That's like, well, a, yeah. A like, I, I mean, I had to do it once in Italy. Did you really? Yeah. You to, really did it. I had to shit, man. And you squat it down like yes, all the way. I, I did, and I fucking, I nailed it. <laughs> like, you did?
5: Didn't it work out perfect? No shit. <laughs> like really, really? Yeah. Yeah. Do no. You use I a squatty
1: s- potty? I stuck the landing. No, I don't. Those rule. I've heard it. I've heard.
2: I just got to interject and say,
3: women know how to do this, man. Yeah, I can hold this for an hour and a half Uh, no problem only
1: dudes
2: who can do that are like (laughs) eastern european dudes who wear tracksuits slavic crouch i will say
1: that like my aim was true but i would i did not hold a graceful squat (laughs) i'll give that to you brandy um but then i remember like i was like super proud of myself and then I had to like as I was exiting the it's just a door yeah. and like a shower closet with a <sighs> hole in the wrong ground with them. Man. And as I'm exiting, there's like there's some Italian woman like waiting to use the oh, thing, great. right? <laughs> and I and <laughs> the, as hey, you, you're, the you're like,
3: I just took the damn no, dumper, I didn't.
1: Thumper, dumper, dumper, dumper
3: <laughs> man. That's like <laughs> <sh-tunk>.
1: <laughs> as she's as she's, as she's walking in, she like mutters under her breath in English.
5: Disgusting! Oh! Oh, and then you're like, you're like, USA,
0: do you do? USA. What? Like, what do you do, man? You got a shit dude
1: on it's tour. Like, it's,
2: right. it's a bad
5: What else am I? Where else you? Right. Yeah.
1: My
3: knees just I can't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My knees are that terrible, is. man. It's like I can't do it.
3: It's
5: like. <laughs>
2: we actually walked out, out of a show in Spain. Uh, what happened? We were with Big Business on our first European tour and we already were getting kind of weird vibes after we loaded in and Big Business just wanted us to sort of line check um, instead of them doing a full sound check. So our stuff was up on stage and we were basically sharing the same back line and using the same guy to do sound. and. Um, we were just kind of tapping, like not even playing full blast. And the owner or the whatever the you know, guy who was at the club was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" This big scene about it being too loud, and no was just checking this, just hitting the he snare he was just hitting drum. the snare, like tuning it. Yeah. Like, he's like, whoa. whoa, whoa this woke, shut thing. it down, shut or it like, down." What? So it got weird and then the, the guy who was doing sound was like trying to sort of reason with him, like, hey, you know, these are, I don't know if you're familiar, but like both these bands are like loud rock bands. It's yeah. what they do. I mean, it's not really negotiable. It's not an unreasonable volume. It's just how these bands are. And he really wouldn't wouldn't listen to reason. And then the dude at the club put his hand on the board and like pulled the faders down. like, yeah. And then the dude who was doing sound is uh, you know not from New York, but lived in New York for a long time. His and name was Dave. Let's just say his name was his Dave. His name was Dave, and he got toe-to-toe with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then Jared, like, basically had to get between them and go, like, hey, let's de-escalate the situation. The dude was getting all mad at us, and Jared, God bless him, was like, we don't need to play the show. And we didn't. We loaded yeah. all of our stuff back up the stairs, out onto the um, sidewalk, and there was a line of people waiting to get in for the show. And they were like, what's going on? And we explained to them the situation. One of the dudes in the crowd had a... Owned a venue right down the street. We put the stuff back in the sprinter, drove down the street, unloaded again, played a kick ass show. That's that amazing. That show was badass. And everybody went everybody oh, went. Oh, that's so good. It, it was, was really fun.
3: The was, vibe was really great. It Big was business everybody fire was that night. Like outside. Yes. You know, it's like yeah. we we're just loading our stuff out. Yeah. was like we prepaid tickets, you know, it's like we had Oh, so we honored all the prepaid tickets. And yeah. it's like and it's like we're going here let's go and it was bring
2: your ticket like we took a massive hit but it was... so what it was weird. yeah dude it, it
3: was fun man. It i was... was so
2: glad that jared did it because it wasn't our place to say hey yeah, from yeah. this because we were support it's their tour yeah. but he made the call and i was like my man you know? awesome <laughs>
3: that's a awesome. bold move on that show we had to leave like we oh right in, and we had to leave like oh sorry we're shutting down the club for three hours you gotta leave we couldn't hang out after so like, our stuff was loaded uh, in. Uh, we got to leave? Wow. We just went to a Starbucks and charged our phones. And then that's when I got food poisoning. Oh.
2: Casey. So we went across the street to get, like, paella, because we are like, oh, we're in Spain. We'll get oh, let's paella. Eat some paella. We're, we're in Spain. Spain. <laughs> let's eat some paella. And Casey was like, I'm just going to get a salad. He wanted to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And they bring Casey out the burger salad, just the lettuce, tomato, onion. Iceberg,
3: burger iceberg toppings.
2: Iceberg lettuce. Called a salad. Half an onion cut up.
3: Few few uh, tomatoes. <laughs> It. And then it
2: was like <laughs> we we sort of figured out that it was maybe prepared on a cutting board that was used for maybe chicken uh-huh. or something that hadn't been cooked. <laughs> yeah. So the next two yeah. days case was was vomiting just yeah. clear liquid for oh. two days, man. Oh, nice. hey, I
3: wasn't drinking beer. No, uh-huh.
2: that, if that like, tells you anything, right. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Destroyed Casey. I felt bad. It wasn't even funny after a point. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was bad, dude. So terrible. Dude. Yeah, it was just had to pull over and just immediately hurl clear. You, get, you can't. You drink water and throwing up the water like it was that kind of deal. Yeah, so bad.
3: I didn't have the poop
2: though. <laughs> 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 so yeah.
3: that's
2: good. Just that's good. Yeah. Just shit. This, this is, is the one way. That. I've never gotten sick. This that is, is the only the sick on the I'm sure. Yeah. But I've get. No, I had pneumonia on tour once before. Like, I've, I've gotten very yeah. sick on tour. <laughs> I have also been extremely sick on tour. How bad does that suck? It's very difficult. I it's went to three different, like, dock-in-the-box <laughs> places. Yeah. And they just didn't know what it was. And I guess pneumonia is viral, so you can't really cure it. You can yeah. just treat symptoms. You gotta wait it out. Dude. And yeah. I'm singing with this, and yeah. coughing like a maniac every night. You know? Oh, it sucked. Yeah. And then, but that was our the first European tour. The second one, we were home for... Again, the magic number, 11 days. Mm. And then we started our U.S. tour, and I got bronchitis. Like, or, what's it called? Pneumonia again.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like a, a, a week, week later, day. dude. Yeah, it was walking pneumonia. pneumonia. Yeah. it's terrible, man.
1: How do you rally and, like, try and put on a good show? I don't really know, like, man. Yeah. yeah. I do it, but it's very hard.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cliche to say the show must go on, but I'm not going to. Unless I'm physically unable to do it. I'm not, I mean, when I, I hurt my knee on tour. And we still had a handful of shows left on that tour and two festivals. And I did them in the chair.
1: You played Seattle in the chair. Yeah, yeah. Man. I wasn't there for that, but I saw
2: yeah, pictures <laughs> for sure. Man, you're obligated to do it. man. Yeah, I kicked ass with all.
5: I'm not <laughs> 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 be sitting down. But I was kicking ass.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're able to do it, man, we you know we we made a commitment. We were obligated. That's like what some bands do—that thing where like. They have something booked, but then some better offer comes along, and they take that one instead of honoring what they already have booked. And that's just an asshole. Yeah, move, that's not true. It's careerist, you know, and whatever. That's fine if that's your goal, but like. I don't know. Get out. trooper in Texas that will will fuck with bands he's oh, like friends wow. with Mastodon and stuff is there so like it, this no- notorious cop yeah oh yeah and tell me about, about this it's never happened to us it hasn't happened to us okay. but it's happened to it happened to happened to Retox yeah. No, it was when they were doing it it was I Dead Cross so there's some state trooper that's friends with Mastodon and he basically put um, Mastodon said, hey, our friends in Red Fang are coming through, like, pull them over and fuck with them. So <laughs> he goes, And he assumes, like a metal fang, you know? So he okay. he comes to the show, like, yeah. at, you know, whatever, he's still in uniform, and yeah. hangs out, and just, you know, basically just scares people and makes them think that they're in big trouble. And then he's like, real, you know, lets them know that he was put up to it, you know? It's just putting the fear of God in people. We have nothing to fear <laughs> because, like, we're really pretty yeah. mild-mannered people. And Red Fang doesn't either. But still, it's a state trooper and... It's scary. It doesn't and matter. It could mess up yeah. everything. You know, yeah. Something goes south. Sorry. Go ahead, oh, no, sorry. you're good. You're good. Yeah. I want to hear a um, horror
4: story. So, I was in a band that was supposed to do a tour opening oh, for right. Mastodon. Right. What was the band? I don't want to give them any press. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, over um, right. but, but we were doing a mostly Canadian run with, with uh, Mastodon and Dinosaur Jr. And if you, you know, you do your digging you can figure out which band I'm talking about okay. Van Halen <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but we <laughs> so call that guy up we drove, we drove we okay. drove from we drove from New York to, to Canada um, I, I think I'm not sure which part it was like western I mean Canada's pretty big it's really big yeah. it wasn't that far from where, where we where was the first
2: now. show Montreal
4: no no the first show uh,
2: that's probably where we crossed.
4: We I remember going through Fargo to get there. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah, way, oh, it was wow. way out That's, there. Um, the we drove for S- four S- days. Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah, we drove for like three or four oh, days for to get Christ there. Sakes, I didn't really so like we get there and we have all the stuff that you need. We've yeah. got all our paperwork and everything ready to go. And so we get there to the border crossing into Canada, and uh, the guy's like, "Oh, you guys are in a band? Okay, what what's the tour?" And he looks at our paper and we just hand it to him. And he's like, "Oh, Macedon, I'm actually gonna go see you guys later." So that's rad. You, you could just go ahead. So we just cruise on through, no problem. We drive another couple days, and we wake up on the morning of the first show. We get a phone call that the whole tour's canceled. That was when, like, Mastodon's manager, unfortunately, passed away, and it was a oh, whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, that sucked, and we were like, okay, cool. We just got to head back. And so we start driving back to New York, and when we cross back... Stop.
1: Okay. That's not cool. <laughs> How but much did that fucking suck to drive all that way? How much did To it play cost? a bunch of shows with Mastodon. <laughs> yeah. on it cost a To just have it a fucking lot. fall apart. It that sucked sucks, a lot. Dude. There was
4: actually a lot of weird turmoil in that band, too. We had hired uh, one of my close friends from back home in Raleigh to, to run sound for us. Uh-huh. And um, her name's Kelsey. And uh, the bass player Ava in the band, Ava, Kelsey, and I, we were like super tight. Mm-hmm. The other two were trying to like pit everyone against each other, so it was kind of weird. Ava comp. came to our show in Berlin. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Ava's the fucking shit. Yeah, best friend for life. She's um, going... But oh, not asking... cool having to drive back. Yeah, that sucks yeah. to go all that way. It's it like, sucked. Yeah, big I mean, time. You're about
1: to play all these but, amazing shows.
4: Well, and the kicker is, this is this was going to be my first tour ever. Like I'm 28. Oh my god. I've been playing in bands for a long time, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm the young guy but I first I, you know,
1: tour supporting Mastodon
4: I know I know it, it's <laughs> cool you. I got it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, well yes. it was a great first lesson to like welcome to touring because it yeah. got canceled the day of you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah we, we drove what else are you gonna do you just drive back like mm. fuck alright we just took a bath on all of that yeah okay but yeah when we were coming back into the US they like stopped us like searched everything. I had some, like, apples that I had gotten in America and we were only in oh, Canada for, like, two oh, days. And they were like, <laughs> they were them. like, what no. the fuck is this shit? And they they, they, they like, separated all of us into the, the isolation interrogation chambers uh, and shit.
2: Terrorism apples? Yeah, uh, man.
4: And I was trying apples. to be, I was kind of being, like, a jackass about it and I was like, they were like, parading us through one by one and we could see each other member in their own separate room with like the uh, glass. So rock and roll
2: with your illegal apples. Yeah! And they're like, they're
4: like walking me through and I see this little table hey. through in the lobby and it's got like oh, oh, right. it's got like uh, crayons and like coloring stuff for the kids so uh-huh. I'm like I just sit down for a second like oh I'm good here you guys. I'll just like start coloring or whatever. And they did not like that at all. No they didn't.
1: Um, and we sat,
4: it. we each sat separately in rooms for like I don't know, two hours?
1: Yeah. And they just questioned us, just random bullshit. Trying to get you to come clean on your fucking apples. Man. Yeah,
4: <laughs> man. God, it was crazy. And then they were finally like, all right, well, we can't really keep you here any longer, so get the fuck out of here. And we did. But that that was a really, it was weird that like we just got in so easily and the coming yeah. back.
2: Oh, it's always harder to get in America. Yeah. I, oh, yes, I assumed is. you were, you crossed the border over by New York. You no. drove all the way to North Dakota, dude. Oh, my
4: God. That's yeah. crazy. And the, the, no, the, thanks, the weird man. thing is we were going to have to go across the border again. Had that tour happened, we were going to have to go back down. dip in and out. Dip yeah. in and out two more times. Minneapolis or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So but what happened depends. to the apples? I ate them. <laughs>
4: you ate them? <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah, I ate Victory. smoked yeah. <laughs> out of them and then ate them. I was about to say. You
4: <laughs> like them apples. Uh, that's <laughs> right. Have you, uh,
1: have you toured with the band yet? Yeah,
4: well. yeah. So actually, um, my first two shows with them were in were in uh, Texas. It, what was it? It was Austin and Denton. Austin, yeah. Denton. And he sucked um, really bad. Yeah, it was bad. I was. <laughs> he was that <laughs> It was
3: great. His mom
5: was came. Like, my mom came. My mom.
4: My mom comes out to like all my first shows. Like she's super supportive. Uh, well, shout mom, out to my mom.
3: His mom was awesome. Yeah, she's so yeah. Cool. She was cool. He was I,
4: like, I. I yeah. Um, but my first tour. With this band is was uh, the European tour we did a couple weeks ago, That's and that awesome. was also the first time I've ever been to Europe. And right now is the first time I've ever been on the West Coast. Welcome, so,
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. So, all so right. Like it. So you didn't do any of the work with horrors, and now you're just like riding the coattails. Exactly. Thank you. No, no. no yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay, all right, all right. How was uh, it? And I saw And of hold, on, with hold you. on, hold on, hold
3: on. <laughs> and he woke up late today. <laughs> he
5: overslept. He I fucking did. overslept. I did. We
4: almost uh-huh. we almost missed this show because of my dumbass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh it's oh, the first time that I've I've woken up late for a band thing uh-huh. ever,
2: which is weird. But anyway, we didn't again. put John up to that, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, I, didn't. I know. It better <laughs> not ever happen ever again.
5: <laughs> not on Casey's watch.
3: Dude, I had to drive an hour to get to the airport. <laughs> yep. I woke up at like fucking five o'clock. Oof.
2: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. We went over there, we basically went to Europe this time because we had an offer to go to play Roskilde Festival in Denmark, which is like Bob Dylan and Cardi B and like The Cure and uh, yeah. Cypress Hill. No like no so big deal. Total mainstream, yeah. like... No big deal. He's <laughs> being facetious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were like, yeah, let's definitely do that. And then, you know, we'll, we'll do like some club shows or whatever, too. And then Red Fang, who we're friends with, we're over there, too, so we... Um, hopped on three of their shows and the one we played in Lyon in France was 100 degrees that day it was like this heat wave in Europe or in France in particular and you know there's no AC man people don't have air conditioning inside the venue it was 118 degrees during our set. I wore yes. shorts for the first time in <laughs> my life on stage. I had a bandana <laughs> on my head. <laughs> Casey wore shorts too. It was Ugh, brutal. Shorts. During, dude, it was that bad. During <laughs> yeah. Red Fang set, Brian, who plays guitar on Red Fang, threw up on stage during the set. That's how hot it was. Love it. It was unbelievable. Casey man.
4: and I were side stage, watched Brian oh, throw right. up, yeah, I was on the other immediately side. ran and got like towels filled with ice. And I like ran up there and held one on the back of Brian's neck. I was like, I don't want this dude to pass out. Like, holy shit.
1: He's not even a drummer either. No.
4: He could just sit down. Totally. And then we started like, okay, we put a couple bottles of water up there and stuff. And then uh, Aaron grabbed me uh, right right before their their last song. And he was like,
6: yo, okay, oh, shit. He was like, he was totally about to die, man. He was was like, okay,
4: man, look, I'm going to grab some ice. But then when we start this last song, I need you to just run up there and spray a shit ton of water on the crowd so they don't fucking die. And... (laughs)
5: He was so holding the like, fan
4: up, trying to fan <laughs> the yeah, crowd man. and stuff. It was uh, cute. Uh, so I waited, and yeah, then yeah, I did it. It was, it was, it was cool, but yeah. that's the like I the fan ever up. Been. It was fucking dangerous. You everybody, it was name. easily like 115 degrees or 120 when Red it, was playing. It really so, was in that place. Like, yeah, like, not exaggerated. it could have been bad that's really not yeah bad. that's, that's some wasn't real safe, shit really like especially, <laughs> especially the people that. in the crowd yeah. and, man, and our green room was, was right next to the kitchen oh right so it was even hotter and they wouldn't give us a fan no I, no I, fan I, I was like do you have a fan anywhere we can just borrow while we're in here and they were like no sorry
1: it's so funny because like Europe is so elevated when in comes, some ways when right? it comes to tour, like being on tour and like right. playing shows they're like they fucking feed you. Hospitality, They treat right. you sure. really well. They, you got a place to, to sleep oh, at the venue it? if you need to that are like real mattresses it's on real free. beds that are elevated yeah. off the ground. Like it's, they're so on their shit. And then when it comes to stuff like that, they're just like, deal with it, you fucking Americans, <laughs> right? This <laughs> is not like, the problem.
2: Yeah, Dude. Yeah, it
1: is a problem. Or that yeah, have that whole show
3: <laughs> would have been nothing there would have been a, an exhaust fan sure just, that. just yeah. sucking heat out dude just like oh so bad or just look like over but there the one was of probably doors. like factories over the top of it or some bullshit or like there it's was like an yeah. inch of water on the floor from just mood.
2: condensation oh, oh yeah it was unbelievable yeah. man and Absolutely. we you know we're from Georgia we, we played some yeah. super hot shows in South Carolina and fucking Little Rock and Memphis I and mean, we're no strangers to heat but holy shit
4: well not only was it hot in Leon but we had that DB limit
2: too
5: oh <laughs> that the decibel I hate it. in Europe I hate is, just
1: it. is bad.
5: It's Another easy.
2: reason
1: for us to have our own sound. Uh, there are some countries in Europe where they are very very strict about how loud a band can be, and they'll have people there on site with like decibel readers. They'll hang they'll them up too if it's too loud. stage, yeah. Something's got to come down, and they'll they will actually tell drummers to not hit. Put a, a T-shirt hard. on your snare drum. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Some like, of them are wired. Like, like, can you just? Can you just not hit your drums so hard? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> no. It's like, oh,
5: oh, oh, <laughs>
3: no. Oh, 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 oh. Hey there, buddy. Oh, 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 oh. Is it okay oh, if I no. don't play so loud? Vietnam yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 Some of them are even some of the meters are even wired so so if yeah, it stays above station. like 110 dB Oh, it's not dude, it's 105. 105 for for yeah. more than 50 minutes on average, it automatically calls the police
5: and they show up and you get a huge fine. Like
1: Like animosity being expressed towards the shorts. Did you guys manufacture shorts in the moment because it was so hot? No, I had a pair because it was summer. You had yeah, a so backup. I, had a, I had auxiliary shorts. <laughs> you, had, you had some shame shorts I with did. you. Just the first case. time I met Honey, I was oh like uh, talking shorts? to them about how they're wearing backstory. shorts. <laughs> i the cover
2: their self-titled record, their uh, second record if you really want to look at it that way. Yeah. And uh, Steve Turner told me that uh, every time they, that picture gets posted, they ask the people to crop it so you can't tell they're wearing <laughs> shorts. I swear to God. I swear to God.
4: Oh, man. What was the hotel oh, in man. Lyon? Oh,
3: that was pretty
2: bad. That was dirty.
4: I peed in the sink there. some some
2: blackheads <laughs> outside. That's not
3: the, that's not the
2: dirtiest place. No, oh, it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, remember, uh, I don't want to say the name of the place, because so I don't want to get them in trouble, but we played... At a venue in Europe. I'm not gonna even say the name of the city, but it was one of the first time it wasn't the filthiest, but this is pretty funny. So the I first time we were it. over there with big business, and this place has, like a lot of venues in Europe, has a place for the bands to stay, like bunk beds. Yeah. And we were we got in there and we were like, you know, it was both our bands and driver and the sound guy and stuff, and we're like, okay, do you wanna take this bed? you know I, mean, I was thinking maybe I'd sleep in this one, just kinda of trying to figure out who was going where that conversation sort of died down and then Jared from Big Business goes, and where do the bedbugs sleep? <laughs> and then Jared went and slept in the van. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say what the venue Whoa. is, but yeah. In the band's career, that but place weird. in
4: Amsterdam we heard the people fucking when we were going to check into our rooms. That was- yeah, but that, where was, that? It was, that was, was That was the one next to the McDonald's, the 24-hour yeah, like right. Where I got hotel. so high on my hash joint that I lost my other hash joint. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it was like uh, in the door. Of the car,
3: it was in the, the door car. Of the whole time. Right, I right, looked for okay. it. Too. This guy was so mad. Okay. He's pissed, like, dude, he's like, man, where's my fucking joint? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> Lost my joint. Dude, he's
2: like, where the fuck is it at, man? <laughs>
4: you saw me tear the roof off. You had taken like
3: an
2: a, a Uber over there um, and spent money on it, too. Oh, right? yeah.
4: Okay, so I got stoned when we were walking around Amsterdam. Duh. And then we get back to the hotel or whatever. We're doing our thing, whatever. And we go to wind down at nighttime. And I'm like, cool, I have another hash joint ready to go <laughs> just deck. for this occasion. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I don't know where the fuck we're going tomorrow. I just get in the van. So I'll probably have to smoke all this now or just stash it and give it to somebody. You're going over a border it.
1: tomorrow. Yeah,
4: exactly. CV. And I'm not sure where yeah. is cool or whatever. Well, it's not now. legal. And I don't want to risk around. it. You going know it.
3: Belgium. Maybe. Yeah. He was fucked up. <laughs> I was fucked up. I was fucked up. And so
4: in my already stoned anger looking for this joint that I lost, I wake up Christian to get the van keys oh. to go downstairs because I was convinced I left it in my bag. And I I scoured the whole van. I even checked the door handle where it, it wound up being the next morning. Mm-hmm. And when we when we woke up, I found it. And I just had to toss it. Uh, but anyway, that night before, you know, I was like, fuck, I can't find it. And I called an Uber to take me. I, I, to the I, weed store. I <laughs> mapped out a weed store. And I was like, oh, it's 10 minutes away. Cool. They were about to close. And I called the Uber guy. And I was like, hey, like everything's cool thank you just I so you know this place is about guy. to close like i'm trying to get there and he's like it says 10 minutes like get you there in five no problem and he did too. and he fucking did and <laughs> i get there and i got my hash joint and everything was cool and then we go next morning to cross the border and like no one gave a shit about us no. like we could and it was legal where we went anyway in, yeah in, in belgium and
2: yeah well, it's not legal in belgium really. it wasn't I thought, I thought it was like decriminalized <laughs> yes, because everyone
3: everyone was like fucking a- everyone does it I think Amsterdam's the only
2: place it's legal over there, isn't
3: it? But what was funny is I found it right there in the fucking...
4: Yep. Casey found it the next morning. He was like, "Here you go." But after having to deal with me all night, being like, "Where's my joint?" Fuck. <laughs> it was right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I know, man. It I looked right, right there. I looked. I, I put my flashlight in that door side like so hard, and I just I was Missed too it. high to see it. Yeah. Too high. <laughs> Amsterdam hash, man. That's a warning for you. <laughs> yeah, I understand <laughs> it, right it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: The first time I played in, it wasn't Amsterdam. It was it was in Holland. It Utrecht. Mm. Yeah. and It was. It was uh, the first time Akimbo was there, and another band from Seattle. We were on tour with. They were called the Assailant. We went there together, and so it was like, fuck, it's like nine or ten dudes in their early twenties, like in Europe for the first time, where drugs are legal, (laughs) and it's like everybody just went out, bought drugs, brought them back to the venue, and then like our driver was like responsible adult and he's like yeah. have fun tonight guys because we're going over the border tomorrow and none of, none, of that, none of that shit's coming with us yep. yeah you do it all now oh, or Lord. that's fully that's fully away full full when wow. we
2: played this we played that festival in france in Berlin that was with the weird urinal but the the festival itself was really nice it was really fun but anyway this, another <laughs> another band that um was on that festival had just gotten in trouble because they got on a plane instead of taking a thirteen-hour drive, and just like their driver drove all the gear to the next show, but they got on a plane, so it was quicker. But um, they had left some acid in the van, <laughs>
6: Oh. <laughs> and the driver got
2: pulled over.
6: Oh no! And then found the acid, and oh, he had to go to fuck. jail for <laughs> oh a
4: couple of days. God. Look, oh he my was god. so mad at
2: them. Oh <laughs> my god, that sucks god. so bad. Was yeah. it the van that was ripped we understand that the, the the way to win is the long game. You know what
3: yeah. I mean? Morale on the road but, uh, is,
2: is 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 For sure.
3: important. You know, Absolutely. It, it, it.
6: We travel with cots so the nobody mm-hmm. sits on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that's God. a good thing. Yeah, we
2: have these two cots
3: so I used to
6: get so mad
1: at Burke when you bring the cot onto We <laughs> have So we rotate Uh-oh. mad. At-
2: <laughs> so we well, get
1: one room Why were you so four about us uh, Mostly because it was a space thing I was a fan of the air mattress Like the camping mattress I tried You, I you had the I air kept, mattress? I kept getting holes yeah. in them I had two that both
2: got a hole yeah. yeah So and I didn't fuck with them anymore Those cots are game changer They are not flawless Game changer Some
3: it's people in this
6: band snore It happens <laughs> It happens Some, do. it happens. Uh, some yeah.
3: don't Sometimes it's like so bad You <laughs> have to move <laughs> your when, bed when Casey to, outside to another room another room In the hallway And close the door
2: you're Apparently we were, oh, no, yeah. we were both snoring. I know, in case he in between us we're both doing it. Oh, <laughs> it's like, can I please, uh, Lord, uh, Lord? Uh, Lord uh, can I please? See, please I, always, I never thought I'd I wear a snore strip, and it still does that.
1: It's just gnarly, man.
2: It's pretty bad, but it's I love you, though. So it's fat,
4: fine. It doesn't problem. <laughs> <them>. It's fine.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, no, it was the cot. It's oh. like um, like <laughs> oh, the cot. It was. You guys know Burke. He doesn't. He does things in the way that only Burke can do them. Mm- Where it's like. Like, if he's going to do a cot, he's going to do the best fucking cot. Right, was going to have, like, yeah, the yeah, side, yeah. little, little yeah. side. it was, like, uh, like <laughs> the luxury camping cot. It was right. like, <laughs> it's, like, as big as a speaker cabinet in the van. Right. Uh, it's just in a giant duffel bag. Yeah, yeah. And then we're, we'd be, like, going into, uh, like, staying in our friend's living rooms on tour and right, stuff. Right. And he'd, like, unfold his cot, and it takes up... <laughs> The, the space room. of like six coffee tables in yeah. the middle of the room and you're like cool cut where the fuck do we sleep yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> suck it <laughs> your farts all night yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. they're like camp cops they yeah. like love six. you Burke. can't wait to have you on the show <laughs> but yeah dude
4: sleep on the floor 91
1: alright Mm. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Yeah, no, oh, shit, crazy. you're still doing the
5: thing. Thanks so much for Stop us. it.
1: Okay. All right, that was the interview with Whores from Atlanta.
0: That was fun. That was like a picnic with Whores.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> uh, that was so awesome to down and, and hang out and get that on tape. So, yeah, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about punishing.
0: Yeah, there was like a recent interview uh, in Kerrang!, right, where some people are talking about their times being punishers and being punished. This
1: is a thing I've been familiar with for a long time, but I didn't know there was a word for it. I I, did
0: not also know there was a word for it. Not
1: until this article came out. So this article is written by, I don't know if I could say friend of the show, Kat Jones, definitely friend of Sandrider. I don't know if she's listened to the show, but she's definitely written some nice things about Sandrider before, and I know I've met her. Uh, She used to live in Portland. But yeah, so Kat Jones is a writer for Kerrang! If you don't know what Kerrang! is, it's an underground metal magazine magazine Mm -hmm. slash website. Mm -hmm. So as a musician... If you are being punished, you're at a show and a fan comes up and they talk to you about how much they admire your music and they love you so much, how much or they, they love you it is. and they just lock you in and they just sit there and all that beautiful, wonderful stuff that they've been wanting to tell you for years comes out at once and you can see they just lose control. <laughs> they it just, it just, and you're stuck. You're being punished. Um, mm-hmm. And so, as she says in this article, every musician has been punished, and each one of us has punished someone else. Yeah, we've definitely w- whether done or it, not whether we whether care we, to admit it, yeah, <laughs> whether we knew it
0: or not. The most recent time I can remember where I was definitely a punisher uh, was at the end of a captured by robot show, like maybe a year or two ago, where I went up to Jbot after a show while he's setting up for merch, he's scrambling for merch, and he tours by himself with a bunch of robots for those of you who don't know. Explain
1: what Captured by Robots uh, is.
0: (laughs) You need to check out Captured by Robots. They are a band of one human and of two or many robots, depending on what he's touring with. They've coalesced into an incredibly brutal grind band, uh, which makes sense because their drummer is a robot and their guitar player is a robot, so they can play blindingly fast. So their last couple of records are super brutal. They've run the gamut from any type of music. It's basically whatever J-Bot is feeling at the time. Uh, He's incredibly pissed off right now. And I went up to him after a show. It was at the end of the night, and I was definitely a few shots and a few beers deep, and I was punishing him on how excellent this new version of the band was. He put up with it for a sum total of about 45 seconds to a minute, and then he (laughs) looked at me quite seriously and he said, that's great, Jeff, but can you get the fuck out of the way so I can sell some merch and make some money now? And I looked at him, and I didn't even say anything. I just looked at him, and I just walked off, because he was right. He was fucking right, you know, and he was sober. Yeah. He definitely put me in my place, and it was well-deserved, and that's what friends can do for you, is they can remind you that you have food on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you are a well-behaved punisher, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just had to walk off. I don't know how it was for Akimbo, but being in Bloodhag, we would get punished regularly. Fortunately, our singer Jake would take the brunt of that because he was kind of the face of the music and he was the talker of the music. But we would get people punishing us about specific sci-fi writers, really drunken punk rock dudes who wanted to talk about like Ursula K. Le Guin for way too long. <laughs> um, things like that. And it, I mean, the li- I'm sure the list goes on and on and uh, we should actually ask Jake about those oh, Punisher yeah, totally moments should. when we when and if we get a Bloodhag moment. When. Uh, yeah.
1: When. Akimbo had a funny Punisher moment where the guy wasn't punishing us in the sense of this article where he was like a fan of the band, but he was definitely punishing us in the sense that he was just talking to us and we couldn't get away. <laughs> so this is <laughs> well, when... That's the same thing. This yeah. is the, the one time that Akimbo went... To Japan and I think it was Nagoya that we were playing um, and it was like a some sort of public building like it had like a YMCA vibe to it or like a youth center vibe mm-hmm. to it The bands were playing in the basement and the entrance to the show which was also where bands would sell merch Which was also the green room.
0: Okay, Was sure.
1: the landing on the staircase above the basement <laughs> So people walk in. Yeah bands hanging out selling their merch you go downstairs you go see the show So we're at the show early we got all our merch set up on the landing And this dude walks in. He's not Japanese. I believe he referred to himself as a Mexican. He was definitely of Latin descent. He had a Spanish accent. He could speak Japanese and he could speak English. And this guy was either off his meds or on some sort of amazing upper. (laughs) Oh, no. He did not stop talking to us and he was... He's one of those guys who's just excited to hang out with a band. Yeah, sure. And he's just like asking you questions and he's like bouncing off the walls and he's like crazy enough where it's like making everyone a little bit nervous.
0: <laughs> um, you don't know how to get out yeah, at that point?
1: Yeah, well, and we can't. Like There's where are we no gonna escape. go? Yeah. escape. We're not gonna go down to like 57th Street. We can't read the street <laughs> signs in Japan. <laughs> so we're totally stuck with this guy and he's like talking, he's talking, he's talking. He's talking about how much he loves rock and roll.
0: Uh-huh. How
1: much he loves punk rock and metal. And eventually we start recording this guy. (laughs) So we pull out, like, we've we've got iPhones at this point. We start pulling out iPhones. We start recording this guy. And he says a thing that my ears just perked up. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I was like, will you just yell that into my phone real quick? And he's like, yeah. If you don't like rock and roll... Fuck off! <laughs> of course. And we ended yeah, up sampling we're... that and putting it out at the start of an Akimbo record. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Punisher. <laughs> at
0: least you got something out of it.
1: I know, right? Give a proper plug. The article's on crane.com. The title of the article is Metal Musicians Share Their Most Hilarious Punisher Stories. It's a great read. There's stuff in here from uh, Black Dahlia Murder, Chemists, Immortal Bird, awesome bands telling stories about when they were punished and when they were a punisher themselves.
0: Yeah, I like the honesty of these people. It's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and Kat Jones is a great writer. Definitely follow her. Check her out. All right, thanks everybody. Till next time. This show is about touring musicians telling incredible stories from their lives as they remember them. Humans are generally pretty great, but we all know that memory fades over time and that in the moment, people interpret situations differently based on their personality, background, state of mind,
0: drugs they were on, intoxication level, etc., etc. The important thing to get across here is that at no point should these stories be considered hard facts or perfectly accurate portrayals of real events. If by some chance you were there for something that was talked about on this show or know someone who was and heard a different side of the story...
1: If you feel we've been inaccurate or misrepresentative in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out and help us set the record straight. Tomorrow We Die podcast at gmail.com. We'll read everything.
0: And to any road worries out there who might be listening, we want to hear your stories too. If you have a crazy moment from the road you want to share with us, then please drop us a line on email. Write it up
1: as succinctly as possible, please. We don't want to read your autobiography. And if we have the time, we'll read it on a future episode. Feel free to plug yourself and the band as well. Again, the email address is Tomorrow We Die Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com.
0: And once again, I'm
1: Jeffrey McNulty. And I'm John Wisniewski. And this is Tomorrow, tomorrow We, we die. die. Find us on the Internet. Our website is www.tomorrowwedie.com. And remember, that's two W's T O M O R R O W W E dot on Twitter. We're at tomorrow. We die. PC Instagram at tomorrow. We die podcast. Facebook page is at tomorrow. We die podcast. Our email address is tomorrow. We die podcast at gmail.com. And the show is published on iTunes, Spotify,
0: Stitcher, Google, and SoundCloud. Podcast production by myself, Jeffrey M. McNulty at the Pachinko parlor, Seattle, Washington. The background music is from no frequency impulsor. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you don't like rock and roll, fuck off! (laughs)